At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Monday edition of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Amal Shaw, Dave Ross. I feel like after what happened on Saturday in college football, Sunday in the NFL, it's like a giant hangover on Monday when you wake up and you go, what in the wow, wow world of sports just happened? It's crazy, Amal. And we're not even done with week one because we're going to begin today's show uh, with Denver and Seattle. And we'll get to all the weekend craziness. But do you ever feel like that, that you just wake up on Monday and exhale and go, okay, I'm still breathing. But what did I just see? Because sometimes it's hard to figure out what you just witnessed either in college on Saturday or the NFL on Sunday. Well, I watched three of the worst football games in the history of mankind this weekend. Oh, which, which three would those be? Boston College Boston? and Virginia Tech. Let's go Hokies. Cover the number easily. Yeah, but that, listen, BC goes two for like 17 on third down yeah. and Virginia Tech's like five for 16 or something. Illinois, Virginia. Virginia was one for 17 on third down conversions and the only conversion came on a penalty. It was 3 nothing second-half scoring, so it was a good, easy under, but I, I sat there and watched that thing. And then, thank God it was a Sunday night standalone game so I could turn it off. That Cowboys game. Dave, I don't even understand. First, my first question to you is, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> Second, how the hell can you be a fan of this team? This is pathetic. They don't even get in the red zone last night. Not only that, they score on their opening drive, and then they decide to take the next, uh, I don't know, what, 55 minutes off? As I said, we're going to begin today's show with the Broncos <laughs> and the Seahawks. We, we will talk about the Cowboys and the repercussions of that. You're, you're spot on. It was an abysmal performance uh, by the boys in Big D last night. We will get to that because obviously there's a lot of concern about Dak Prescott. We'll talk about those ramifications in a minute. But I do really, I, I do look at the last game in the NFL slate tonight, and you look at the Seahawks here, and it feels like they're being discounted, and you can understand why. Because it looks like it's going to be Geno Smith. What year is this? West Virginia in the house. He's going to be the quarterback today, uh, starting at least for Seattle. They're getting six and a half against the uh, Go Bronx and Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos now. The total here, 44. Does it change your opinion at all with tonight's game, With after what you saw yesterday, where you kind of expect the unexpected? Not really. I mean, um, 
where, where are you kind of shocked by what happened yesterday? Because for me, this is, is going to come down to Seattle have any consistency on offense. Mm. We know the last half a dozen years, it seemed like the offensive line played like they hated Russell Wilson. There was no <laughs> consistent running game. This team just never put it together to a level where you thought with the quarterback that they have, it's a different scenario. I look at about 12 teams around the league, and I give Denver a ton of credit for acquiring Russell Wilson. You need a Hall of Famer to win that AFC West. By the way, oh. did Patrick Mahomes take note of Josh Allen? Because uh-huh. he said, I saw you play, man. And he said, I'm, I'm going to step my game up. Remember, uh, Mahomes was 9-1 to one to win the MVP mm-hmm. before the season began. Those numbers are going to be shorted rapidly. Yeah. Uh, so after his performance in week one at Arizona, you're right. I mean, again, you watch the, the Bronco, excuse me, you watch the Chargers and the Raiders, and you go, okay, Justin Herbert was, was really good, and Derek Carr wasn't. And not saying that this division is all going to come down to the quarterback play, but it is a big part of it. And Russell Wilson gets his first chance to make a first impression Tonight with the Bronco faithful, what do you expect out of Russ? Because remember last year, he had the finger injury in Seattle, and he just wasn't the same guy. And they brought him back, and they competed late in the year, but it was already done. The Seahawks at that point were well out of out of the running. What do you what do you expect the offense to look like now uh, with a the guy there, Nathaniel Hackett, who's going to be the, the the head coach? And you wonder what the play calling is going to look like. Is it going to be pass first, Cortland Sutton? Let's get the ball out on the edges, or is it going to be run the ball and set up Russell Wilson for the deep ball, which we know he loves to throw? Yeah, I think it's going to be a combination of what the defense gives you, right? If they're putting two high safeties, you're probably in a scenario where you might look to run the ball a little bit more, depending on what they do. Uh, I think all of it's going to play based on that, but this guy can do it all. Look, I don't think there's probably too many people that are bigger fans of Russell Wilson than I am. I think this guy's been a top-five quarterback for a long, long time in this league. The question for me is, can Denver's receivers, you mentioned Cortland Sutton, can Jerry Judy and these other guys Mm -hmm. step up for the Broncos if they can offensively? I think watch out. We know that the Chargers and Kansas City are in great shape with their offenses, but I think this Denver team, I would give them the edge potentially – in terms of what they could bring with their running game and with Russell Wilson now in a defense. Now, the Chargers defense looked very good yesterday with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, but overall for me, I don't think you can discount the Broncos. I think this team's a very dangerous team. Probably the third pick, probably the best third pick in any division in the NFL to be able to win their division. You're seeing some of these uh, prop watches here for tonight's game, and you notice that Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, almost identical, 60.5 for Judy for receiving yards, Cortland Sutton 59.5, and, and then you flip the script here. It's not like that Drew Locke doesn't have weapons, because he does, and DK Metcalf 56.5 is his prop number, and Tyler Lockett at 50.5. The, the total for for Drew or for uh, Geno Smith and I, I can't believe Drew Locke couldn't win this job, but he couldn't. It's only two twelve and a half. I mean, think about that. Hold on a minute. You're yeah. surprised Drew Locke couldn't win this job over Geno Smith? Have you ever seen Drew Locke play? I have. Have you seen Geno Smith play? In the I'll NFL? say this: at least Geno Smith went the first six games at WVU without throwing a pick. I don't. <laughs> I, like I don't think Drew Locke. Years ago, I don't think Drew Locke on seven on seven without defenders could go without throwing a pick. And that's what I think. What we're getting at here is we don't think the quarterback situation in Seattle exactly. is very good, right? So look. Pete Carroll said when they made this trade to go get Drew Locke, they'd really like Drew Locke, but he's still a Geno there. It was almost an afterthought because it was supposed to be, well, this is going to be Drew Locke's team. No, Geno beat him out. I know there were other circumstances in COVID and all that, but it feels like Geno won this job. It's his last chance, obviously, to really say I'm a starting quarterback in this league. The other thing I will say very quickly about the Seahawks, when you look at the rest of the NFC West, holy mackerel, what happened there? Rams get absolutely blown out on Thursday night. The Niners go to Chicago in a monsoon and throw up all over themselves in the second half. And uh, did you see Arizona? Ooh. So all of a sudden now, if you're Seattle, you're going, hey, if we could shock the world or at least shock some people and win this game, we're in first place in the NFC West. Not saying Seattle's going to be there long term, but they got to like all of a sudden. Look at the numbers now. I mean, Rams have gone to plus $1.60 to win this. Seahawks haven't played a game. They're 18-1. to I mean, it's stunning to me after not even week one being completed how you can throw these numbers around here. The Niners are now the favorite at plus $1.10. How? Why? I do not know. Well, first of all, I thought the Niners missed an opportunity in the first half. That game was played on 50% of the side of Chicago. They had an opportunity to get away. Lance missed a throw. I forgot to who was the tight end. He was open. Would have had a touchdown. He overshot him. Um, I think the 49ers, when you look at them, they look like a complete team. The big question mark is quarterback. If you were to say who's the best team in the National Football League taking the quarterback off each team, yeah, 
I think San Francisco and the Browns are probably two teams you'd sit there and say, talent-wise, they're as good as anybody. But the Josh Allens and these guys make a huge difference in terms of winning and losing. Uh, the Rams look pathetic. I mean, <laughs> I, I, th- I thought Buffalo could have scored 52. Yeah. They just were a little bit inconsistent, but it was week one. I thought I could argue neither of the interceptions were Josh Allen's fault. Um, this team is going to be pretty good. Seattle, a lot of question marks. You know, you mentioned the props earlier and the receivers. I wouldn't take any of the receiving ones right now because you don't know what the continuity is, whether it's between Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for Geno Smith and D.K. Metcalf, uh, Lockett as well. So for me, I would uh, kind of err on the side of caution with those props. You know, we, we mentioned off the top of the show, like you kind of wake up and, and you go, wow, what, what just happened in the NFL? And we're talking about what might have surprised people out there. Uh, my guy, Chris Antonacci, does an unbelievable job with stats. Sent me this this morning. And if you look back, and this is why last year does not matter when it comes to this year and to wagering in week one of the NFL. Both teams in the Super Bowl last year lost at home, Cincinnati and the Rams. Well, hold on one second. You mentioned it several times last week and give you credit for it. The Super Bowl hangover, it, it was legit. It's a real thing. It, it exists. I know people don't like to do that, but it does exist. Eight division winners, five of those lost. Now, a couple of those were head-to-heads, Buccaneers and Cowboys, were one in particular. But you had four first-time head coaches in the NFL that never coached before. 4-0. They all won. Right? You know, you're looking at Miami. You know, you got a rookie there beating Bill Belichick. So you see here both the Rams and Bengals losing week one. It's the first time since 99. And the fifth time just overall, the two Super Bowl teams both lost in the opener. I mean, these are real things that, that you need to be accounting for, certainly your betting profiles before you look out there. But it does go to show Last year really doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot when you get to this year. And a lot of that, we talked about the Titans, right? Six and a half point favorites against the Giants. Led 13 nothing at the half. Somehow they gacked that. Randy Bullock misses a field goal at the end. So, I mean, it, it was amazing to see the way they were the number one seed in the AFC. They didn't give up a touchdown in the first half last year in the playoff game against Cincinnati. They don't give a, t- a touchdown. They get, they get a shutout in the first half, and they still figure out a way to lose. Yeah, I thought uh, when Daniel Jones threw the pick with about seven minutes left, the Giants are going to be in trouble. By the way, though, how about Brian Dable going? Oh, wow. Going for it. I mean, what a great call there. Uh, to me, he was like a full-on uh, Gundy over there at Oklahoma State. He was a man making that call there. I love it. <laughs> love the decision to go for it. They did put pressure on Tennessee. Now give the Titans offense credit. They got back in position, and with Randy Bullock's leg, you felt like they were in pretty good shape to make the field goal. Definitive favorite on that one to make the kick. Just went awry, but we saw that in Cincinnati with McPherson after the blo- incredible block by uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Unreal. And then also um, there was another game in which there was a bad miss. Um, Drawing a blank right now, but for, for the field goals, yeah, oh yeah, they were they were rampant yeah. in, in week one of the NFL, and again, oh, the, the Colts, Rodriguez, the Col- yeah. Colts in overtime, right? So you look at it again, the four first time coaches never coached before, they all win outright. Minnesota obviously over Green Bay, uh, Miami getting the win there. Uh, you had a couple coaches in new spots. We saw Lovey Smith get a tie in Houston. Uh, now, the only one that didn't come up, Rose, is that'd be Doug Peterson with the Jaguars in his new spot against Washington. They lose that one out right here. In a game, they, they were leading in the fourth quarter, but couldn't hold out. And, you, you know, Dennis Allen somehow pulls out his first win as a head coach with the Saints. If you're the Falcons, how in the world did we lose that game? I mean, it was that wild and wooly a week one in the NFL. Yeah, I thought the worst loss of the weekend belongs to two teams, and I'm going to consider the Texans game a loss for them because they were up 20-3. to three. They made a huge mistake with the clock late in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. There was a minute to go. They could have taken it under 40 seconds and then run a play and get into the fourth quarter. You would have saved yourself so much time. You At that point, Dave, with a 17-point lead, oh. you are playing the clock more than you are the opponent. They had an opportunity, and we'll get into it some more a little bit later. Well, we got a, a whole about hour 45 to go through, and we'll get to college as well, some of the shockers that we saw on Saturday and how that plays into the lines this week. Holder Fire and Ben Fox coming up later on right here in Big Bets. It is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. 
That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VEASAN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, 24-7 video season prep, including our college weekly and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, Pro tools, tools rather, like our exclusive betting t- uh, splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights up to your betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price with our annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options to become part of the sports betting network back alongside Amal Shaw. I am Dave Ross. We roll on with big bets here on a Monday. I saw here uh, Circa, of course, uh, Circa has Circa Survivor and Circa Millions. I believe almost 45% of the entrants have already been outed in week number one. Pure carnage in the NFL in week one. Before we get to hold or fire for the NFL slate, I want to ask you quickly your thoughts on Saturday college football with, by the way, I'm not sure if you're aware, Texas was almost back. But they didn't quite pull it off against Bama as they come up short. Notre Dame loses at home to Marshall. Yep. Texas A&M somehow loses to App State at home. Nebraska loses at home. Bye-bye, Scott Frost. I mean, it was pure carnage in college football on Saturday. Yeah, let's address all four of those things. Let's start with the game in Austin. I thought it was a terrific football game, but if Quinn Ewers doesn't go down, I firmly believe Texas wins that game. You could see why this kid was the number one recruit in the country, Mm -hmm. even when he moved up a year in classification. Disappointed he transferred from Ohio State. That kid has got a cannon. He's going to be out four to six weeks. Could come back in time for the Red River. Um, It'll be interesting to see how that one plays out, but we'll see because Hudson Card, no disrespect to him, but there is a precipitous drop-off between Ewers and him. Uh, I thought Alabama really struggled outside of that Jace McClellan run and a couple of drives. The offensive line was the one area of concern I had coming into this season, and it showed itself here in this one with the Crimson Tide. But I think Alabama will be okay big-picture-wise. Big um, so give Texas a ton of credit. Very quickly, Mo, yeah. uh, Quinn Ewers is going to be out four to six weeks yeah. with that uh, SC sprain to his shoulder. So, again, you look at Stark now and you go, okay, you got to do with a backup. You almost got it done with a backup against Alabama because he went out early, what, in that second quarter yeah. or late first quarter uh, when it was 10-3 to on the touchdown drive. They got it down to the one-yard line. But, boy, oh, boy, they almost won conservatively against Alabama. Yeah, they did. Missed opportunity at the end of the first half. And then at the end, in the second half, I thought Roscoe Johnson made a mistake going out of bounds. I don't understand what happens with these players when they mm. play Alabama. They all want to go out of bounds. <laughs> Can we wind the clock a little bit here? So many times you're playing the clock more than you are the opponent when the game gets late. And so missed opportunity there. And then Ryan Watts missed a sack. Would have changed the whole game. Yes. He would have had uh, Bryce Young at the 43-yard line. It would have been potential curtains for the Crimson Tide in that one. But give Alabama credit. They found a way through. And this is why Nick never plays these non-conference games on the road. This is exactly this why. Is, this is exactly why. They're afraid to do it and has proven again, once again, in a tight, tight game. they got to beat a backup quarterback to get the W there. You mentioned Notre Dame. Uh-huh. Tyler Buckner out for the year. Drew Pine probably going to take over now. They play Cal. Look, Notre Dame's defense is still very good. The problem is offensively. No consistency. 
We saw it against Marshall. Marshall was moving the ball far better than we saw Notre Dame move the ball. Buckner with a key pick. Marshall returns it for a pick six to really ice the game. They hold on for the 26-21 win. Well, you talk about a rough start so far for Marcus Freeman. 0-3, you blow a 28-7 lead against Oklahoma State. Mm. Now you take on the Thunder and Herd, you're getting beat here. Um, oh, boy. Cal, now here's the real challenge. The game is going to be in Chapel Hill against uh, at Keenan Stadium against North Carolina on the 24th because that's an offense that can rock with anybody. Um, but you better be able to move the ball. You got BYU coming up in Provo. Boy, did that defense and that – Wow, that was – to me, Dave, I don't know if you saw that game. Arguably the best game of the night. You talk about a physical football game between two teams, BYU and Baylor, outstanding. So it could be a rough season on the horizon for the Irish. I was uh, I did not watch that game because I was watching UFC 279 with with Britton Hess. He he joined us uh, to watch those craziness while that was happening. But I kind of I saw a little bit on the side. I was like, whoa, that that feels like a physical battle going on there too, yeah. not just the fights that we were watching in Las Vegas. Uh, so you mentioned those two games, and I think those the, the Notre Dame game might have been the shocker of the weekend until Texas A&M. Somehow Jimbo Fisher loses to App State. Now, we, we saw App State week one against Carolina, one of the craziest games you're going to watch of the year, and then somehow A&M goes down. What would you make of that? Because I thought we thought, we being the collective fan base and, and media, say, well, can't wait for A&M against Alabama. I don't know what that number is going to look like when we get there now. Well, I remember the preseason 14 I thought was a joke. I kept on saying before the season started, A&M is a year away. They don't have quarterback play. Whether it's Haynes King, Max Johnson, it doesn't make a difference. But here's the real problem in College Station. Bring it. They got out physical. I mean, they absolutely got manhandled on the lines by Appalachian State. When they needed to get a stop, they couldn't do it. App State 11 plays, I think about a 62, 68-yard drive somewhere in there. They just ran it right down the throat of Texas A&M. And now you got Miami coming in who didn't play particularly well, but I still think Miami's got enough talent with Tyler Van Dyke and company. I think this team's going to be a real challenge. Arkansas? That's going to be a tough one, too, in two weeks. I mean, Jimbo. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You couldn't tackle Ch- uh, Bryce. You don't want any piece of K.J. Jefferson. No. So all of a sudden, for Jimbo and company, uh, that gets to be a little bit more daunting before you get to October 8th. Dave, I'm going to I'm going to say something. This is not necessarily going to come to fruition, but right now they're one and one. They beat Sam Houston State in a game they struggled offensively. They did win 31 nothing, but it was tighter from an offensive standpoint. They weren't prolific. They've got the U, Arkansas, and Jerry World at Mississippi State. You're going into Stark Vegas. They got three consecutive road games Ooh. at Stark Vegas, Tuscaloosa, and at South Kakalaki. That's trouble. You might be looking for the buyout clause in Jimbo's contract. I will say this, that uh, Kelly Bidwin, our fine producer, sent us a, a really funny um, a, a, about a triage yeah. unit for all the teams that got mashed up this weekend. And one of them was Texas A&M. You know, they need to be resuscitated. And the guy looks up because you guys might want to think about Liberty Bowl tickets. And the victim says, Texas A&M, oh, you think we're still going to make a bowl game? That's funny. I like that. So we'll find out what's going to happen with Jimbo and company because right now it does not look good. The last one, it's not a shocker that Nebraska and, and Scott Frost parted ways. I think the shocker is they paid him well before the buyout time. They wanted him to go, and they wanted him to go now, and they didn't care what the cost was. Yeah, absolutely right. And i got to say to somebody out there, if you're looking for a job, University of Nebraska, Lincoln's a place you should be applying. I mean, these guys couldn't wait two more weeks to fire this guy to How save $7.5 million? They're throwing away money. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, what do you say to Frost? Listen, we're going to fire you. I mean, what's the deal here? He's like, give me my 7 extra. I'm shocked by this, Dave. You have Oklahoma on deck, and then you've got a bye week. You can't lose to Georgia Southern at home. They Listen, did. Listen, you can't lose to Northwestern when you got an 11-point lead and you're trying onsides kick. I mean. Oh, boy. Does Mark Whipple take over that? Is that what's going to happen here initially? No, it's um, – I forgot his name right now. Because I was like, was that why you brought in Mark Whipple no, then? Whipple's not a good head coach, okay. but uh, Whipple's a tremendous offense coordinator. Look, they're scoring points. Right. They can't play defense. This is a team that did not have a special teams coordinator for a long time. Oh, boy. Well, they're looking for, for new work in Lincoln at the head coaching position, so that's just part of the calamity. We'll talk about college football a little bit more in hour number two. Let's begin Holder Fire in the NFL. And the idea of Holder Fire, if you're new to the show here, is a very simple one. We're trying to identify lines here maybe on a Monday that we think are going to move, right? So depending on which side, you're always going to have a hold or a fire scenario depending on which side you look at this football game. We're all going to talk about the Broncos and Seahawks, then we're going to turn to to Thursday night in three nights and what a game this should be in Kansas City. Chargers coming to town. We saw what happened there last year. You want to go for it? Yeah, go for it. They went for it. They won the game. Boy, Genius 2.0 is a genius until he wasn't a genius. Now, all of a sudden, the Chargers coming in off a nice win week one. 
uh, against the Raiders, and the Chiefs look like y'all must have forgot Roy Jones and, <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes put it on him. When you look at the numbers here for the Chiefs and the Chargers, and right now I'm seeing about three and a half market wide here for the Chiefs, and that total around 54. If you're the backers of the Chargers and you want to take the points, do you hold or fire a three and a half? You know, to me, you said this game is in uh, L.A., correct? Yes. Um, I would take the Chiefs in the three and a half. I'm sorry. It's, it's, in, uh, it's in Kansas City. Chiefs are laying three, three and a half. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I would, if I like the Chargers, I would take it right now. Right now. You think it might yeah. come down? I, I believe so. Um, if you like the Chiefs, again, I would wait. So, okay. for me, if it's the Chargers, I would fire. I, I don't like the fact that this game is being played on a Thursday night. I mean, three nights. Boom. Yeah. A huge well, I'm game. I'm glad, though, it's after the first game, so these two teams are not banged up. Because this is, Dave, if you look at the regular season in the NFL, this has got to be one of the top five to seven games on the NFL schedule. And the season's a war of attrition. Yeah, exactly. And here we go, three days after playing, at least for the Chargers, a physical game against the Raiders. They got to now go on the road to Kansas City. That's not an easy place to play an arrowhead. I look at the total, 54. What do you make of that? I think the, the Chiefs almost put that up by themselves against Arizona, but this is an Arizona's defense. The Chargers, Derwin James looked like he's all, I mean, he looked great yesterday for the Chargers. You, you saw uh, Cleo Mack, Bosa, they look like what, what, what we thought it was going to be. So their defense might be a little bit better than people look at, but the Chiefs are still the Chiefs offensively. Well, I, I thought with the addition of Khalil Mack, there were high expectations to this team. J.C. Jackson banged up. That's a concern. But other than that, you talked about Derwin on the Boy. back end. He's tremendous. Um, this is going to be interesting. I, watching Herbert is just special. And then, of course, Mahomes, he's at another level. I think Mahomes is in that Peyton Manning and, of course, Tom Brady level where you can just take anybody now. Now, Peyton had Marvin and uh, um, yep. you know Reggie Wayne, but – yeah. You know, it's like Mahomes, it doesn't matter who you throw out there. He's going to elevate them. You just have to catch the ball. And they did yesterday against Arizona. So some of those new receivers for Patrick Mahomes, more of a spotlight scenario here on Thursday night uh, against the Chargers. More hold or fire coming up next here on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been many times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone times, everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zinn will be there for you with the right strength and the right flavor at the right time. If you think about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with Big Bets. Uh, ben Fox is in the building. We don't have a camera on him, but he is here, people, and he's going to join us uh, on the desk here in a little bit to talk about everything, the calamity he saw from the books this weekend. And it was crazy in college and pro football. And it does lead us to hold their fire as we look ahead now. I don't know how much overreaction the betting market will show in week number two of the NFL after what they've just seen, and we're not even done with week one. But let's talk about the Buccaneers and the Saints. You talk about marquee matchups already. Yeah. Oh, did the Saints get lucky in the ATL to somehow win that game, come back in the manner in which they did. Dennis Allen gets his first win as head coach with his new team. Oh, by the way, Todd Bowles did too. First game as the head coach in Tampa. Nobody really is talking about Todd Bowles and, and what his defense did to Dak Prescott before he got hurt in the Cowboy offense. Now you're going down to the Big Easy Tom Terrific is laying three in the road. The total is 44. If you're backing the Saints, hold or fire with the three? Hold. Ooh. Um, because I believe it'll get up to three and a half or four just simply because of who Tampa is. And based on the way they played against the Cowboys Sunday night game, I think it'll go up. Uh, but I lean towards the Saints here. I thought Jameis was outstanding in the fourth quarter. He struggled early on. Mm -hmm. But if you look at they outgained – uh, Atlanta, they had like 250 yards 
in that fourth quarter. Amazing. The time of possession was in favor of Atlanta in the fourth quarter, but give them credit. They just got things turned around, and they find a way to score 17 points in that fourth quarter. How about that throw to Jarvis Landry on the sideline? I mean, there was really a tremendous job, and the false start killed Atlanta there, but give New Orleans credit. Jameis takes advantage of what was presented, and they win the game. Is it is it a possibility to say that the Saints might have more offensive weapons than the Buccaneers right now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Now, it comes down to you. I thought Brady was terrific throwing the ball last night. Brady was night. great, yeah. Uh, but well, I think Jameis is a guy that can be a real wild card. I love Taysom, Taysom Hill. Uh, Michael Thomas played like Michael Thomas yesterday. Made a couple of great touchdown catches, mm-hmm. was terrific. Um, Jarvis Landry emerging. Remember, Jarvis Landry, people forget, until Michael Thomas came along, mm-hmm. he set the NFL record for receptions in the first four years of a career with 400, and then MT comes along and breaks that. So you've got dudes that are in their first four years both set NFL records for receptions. You got Olave as a rookie there. <laughs> you know, I mean, they got some guys. So I don't think you can discount them. And then remember one thing Dennis Allen's been the defensive coordinator here for a few years. He knows what he's doing. Uh huh. And I think it could present some challenges. Um, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, and then I would say the Dome is probably in the top four or five home field advantages in the NFL. I agree. So really, you look at it that way, it's almost like you're, you're getting an extra three. They are getting three. Yeah. Um, Amal's advice here is hold. If you're on the, the, the backers of the Saints, you might get that up to three and a hook, yeah. which could, could come into play. 44 is that total. Buccaneers defense look pretty good, too. I, I wonder very quickly where that number might go. If you if you like the over in that one, would you hold, assuming this comes down? Good question, Dave. You read my mind because we didn't get into it yet, but I want to talk about that. I think if you like this game over, you wait. If you like it under, you bet it now. I have a feeling it'll come down a little bit, not because of what we saw out of Tampa, mm-hmm. inconsistency, inconsistency on offense, but they kicked a ton of field goals. Those few errors get ironed out, and they're scoring touchdowns. But the reason why I say this is I think – uh, New Orleans will be able to play them pretty well. But at the same time, I think when you look at this Tampa team, it's a different style compared to what they had under uh, Bruce Arians. Yeah. I don't think you're going to see as much downfield passing. I think you're going to see Leonard Fournette running the football. He was tremendous and effective running the ball yesterday. So I think you'll see something similar out of Todd Bowles next week. Hold yeah. or fire. Kelly, wait, do you have something for Yeah, us? I was just going to say to a Bowles point that that game really has, it was two and a half opened up yesterday at a lot of shops uh, around the country, basically three everywhere now. So yeah, like you said, if you're waiting for, waiting for that plus three and a half on the same side of things, I would keep waiting. And that total uh, I'm all dead on them. that as well, opening 40, 45 and a half, coming down to 44 right now. So might swing back up the other way later in the week. Gentlemen, this one is so intriguing to me on so many different levels as we continue to hold our fire. Two teams in opposite directions clashing in the Steel City on Sunday. The Steelers, led by Mitchell Trubisky, are going to take on Mac Jones and the hoodies coming to town. Boy, do they look rough in Miami. And I don't know how the Steelers... One made it that close with four turnovers early in that game, but they did hold on. And somehow you mentioned Minka getting the big uh, block PAT. They win it in overtime in Cincinnati. Now in Pittsburgh, the Steelers are getting one against the Patriots in that total very low at 41. Okay. Amal Shaw, if you're backing the Patriots on the road, laying the point, hold or fire? Well, here's the problem in this game. Um, First of all, I would hold if you're betting the Patriots. And the reason is I want to see the status of Mac Jones. Mm. Back injury. Yep. Let's find out what he's going to do. If he can go or he can't go, that's a real concern when you look at the New England Patriots because I didn't think Mac was horrific or anything, but I thought the play calling was absolutely – dude, I thought oh, it was split, some like 14-year-old playing Madden. The sport play cars didn't work out? Well, it's not even that. Fourth down and three, twice they'd throw deep balls. <laughs> I'm like, get a first down and keep the drive moving. The Patriots' defense was actually very effective um, – you know, it was a fourth and seven play to Jalen Waddle. Uh, they scored on, and then it was a defensive touchdown. They didn't play bad defensively. For me, the concern is the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and I, it's not even necessarily the players. It's just the play calling. I, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, Brian Hoyer could be the guy potentially yeah. there. I don't think Pittsburgh was really good on offense. That's being kind. I thought the defense was tremendous. I thought Minka had one of the best individual games I've seen from a player in a while. Pick six, blocked PAT, makes a play in the end zone, even though it was a little bit of a drop, comes over there, cleans off the receiver towards the end of the game before uh, Jamar Chase scores, but really tremendous. Okay, so we're going to hold if you're backing New England. There's a lot of news and notes before this game begins, and your first one was spot on. 
about Mac Jones. Wait to figure out what his back situation is before you fire on this game. X-rays did come back negative, which is oh. positive. Yeah. <laughs> right, so that's good news there if you right. like Mac Jones. But how about this news? Uh, Jake Laser reporting that the Steelers plan to, quote, sit Kenny Pickett all season long. That was interesting to me because I'm with you. I didn't think Trubisky looked great in his debut. They win. That's, that's all that matters. But the bigger news out of Pittsburgh is this. Uh, the, the reigning defending NFL Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt, yeah. suffered a torn peck uh, during that overtime win. We don't have a time frame yet on, on this. I will tell you this. Brian McFadden, two-time Super Bowl champion, other Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. uh, we were texting last night. He said he played with a torn peck. And he's like, don't get surgery. You can play with this thing. That'll be an interesting decision to figure out what Watt does, what the Steelers decide to do. But just know this. If he does play, he's not going to be the same Watt that we saw as player of the year. Yeah, a couple things. First of all, if you get surgery, you're looking at a 6- to 12-month recovery right. time. Second, in terms of a torn pec, uh, I would ask uh, – you said you were talking to McFadden? Yeah, BMAC played with it. I would say and, – and listen, BMAC's an incredible guy. He's incredibly tough. Went to Kelly School, Florida State. But – isn't there a difference at the DB yes. position yes, compared yes, yes, to yes, playing yes. on the line? Because if you look at it, every play, play you get, exactly. Yeah. So that's the one question I would ask. That's a great point. We'll, we'll try to get BMAC on the show this week uh, to talk about what that's like because he knows yeah. exactly what this injury is like. But you're exactly right. You know, when you're in the trenches like Watt is every yeah. play, BMAC's on the outside a little bit. You can get away without some, without some contact all the time. Watt can't. So, again, hold on that if you're back in the Patriots. But it does look like the x-rays at least were negative uh, coming into play for that one on Sunday. Uh, let's get to another game that I, I think could be very intriguing for many different reasons. And that is not my Dallas Cowboys, or your Dallas Cowboys, our Dallas Cowboys, America's team in America. It was a tough one for America last night. Cause now Dak Prescott's going to be out at least six to eight weeks. He gone. He got a thumb injury, right? Next man up. That next man up is going to be Cooper rush. I heard big Mike, big Mike McCarthy said this team will rally around Cooper rush. It was very Dick Vermeulish. I, I was about to say, you think this is Dick Vermeil? You think we're going to rally around Kurt Warner and play good football? I don't think so. So now the Cowboys at home next week against the Bengals, who somehow lost that game. The Cowboys are getting seven at home. If you're Ooh. back in America's team, hold or fire on the seven right now? Uh, I would hold. I think the number is going to go up. I tell you this, I don't want to lay seven on the road with the Bengals, but – Man, I, th I think Cincinnati's got a great opportunity here to get back on track <laughs> against this Dallas team. We saw them struggle. But you know what? Zeke was carrying the ball fairly effectively. He looked and good. once again, in typical Dallas Cowboy fashion, they decided to go away from the running game. Kellen Moore, that's on you. Hey, Big Mock, if you're going to get fired in Dallas, how about taking over the play calling duties? Like, if you're going to get fired, get fired for something. Right now, he's doing nothing. He's letting the other guys determine his fate. You, you have an elite-level defender in Micah Parsons. Run the ball. Try to keep the opponent off the field. Exactly. Right there with you. Yeah. More holder fire. We're going to have Ben Fox in studio later on this hour. Come on back. It's Big Bets on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week one with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every single Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay with at least four legs, and if it loses, Get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new ballgame. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I'm Dave Ross. We roll on with Big Bets and look who joins us here on the set. It is Ben Fox. You can follow him as I do at bfox 22 uh, VP of Digital Content here at Vsin. Ben, it's great to have you on. Uh, Amal and I were talking here in the first hour of the calamity that was college football on Saturday and certainly the NFL yesterday. Let's start off in, in, in Top Gun. There's a great line where they say the encounter was a success, but I think it shows us as an example of what not to do. <laughs> and I think you saw a lot of those in the betting market. Ben, let's start on Saturday with a massive bet that you saw come in, I believe, on Alabama money line. Can you explain the particulars there? Yeah, so look, there's a lot of these bets, right, that go out on Twitter. These are generally house players, right? There's a reason they're taking these bets. $320,000 on the Alabama Crimson Tide money line, at minus 1,600 to win 20,000. This is, of course, against Texas. I think Bama closed, what, minus 20 and a half, yeah. minus 21 point favorite. Also, 96% of the bets at BetMGM on Alabama first half. So Ooh. basically, everyone's just thinking Alabama first half, free money. Alabama to cover, free money. Alabama to win, certainly free, free money, money, right? And so this was kind of part of a theme, I think, as, as I tweeted out, right? Number one, Bama doesn't cover. Number two, Georgia doesn't cover. Ohio State didn't cover. Michigan, number four, didn't cover. Mm. Clemson, Texas A&M, Notre Dame, a bunch of the top teams didn't cover. Several of those teams, like Notre Dame, and uh, didn't actually win the game oh, either. Man. So that kills a lot of money line parlays. Obviously great for the book. It was a great Saturday for sports books, as we'll get to. It was a good Sunday as well. <laughs> the, the betting public took it on the chin a little bit, both Saturday and Sunday. But yes, anytime you have those big money line parlays on a giant favorite, you're expecting kind of that sweat-free bet. It generally isn't sweat-free, and that one was anything but. I mean, just can you imagine them all? If you're sitting in your living room watching that last drive, and you mentioned at the top of the show, you get a sack of Bryce Young, what you do— the, the 320k Ben that's what the wager was yes sir that's out the window if you get that sack that's all you got to do to secure it yeah and also you know to me in that one they don't even have to be a house player you're going to take that bet if you're the book every time you just have to be right about you know one out of 16 times there you're good is. I mean it's worth it you hope somebody comes in there every time with that one and I think the one thing that gets overlooked when you look at uh Texas and uh, obviously Sark and then of course Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss these guys are tremendous play callers you know, if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt, oh boy. that guy with the Texas game, I mean, with the Bama game. They look great. They, they were going to win mm -hmm. that game. I mean, yep. to me, they weren't getting stopped because he could make every throw. No doubt. Uh, ben, let's go to the NFL on Sunday. And another example of what not to do, even though this encounter was a success, would be what we saw in the ATL. Can you explain to everybody out there what one, one sweater better went through yesterday? Yeah, so another big money line bar parlay, excuse me, a money line bet, right? We're seeing a trend here, certainly. <laughs> $100,000 on the Saints money line, minus 225. There were a couple games yesterday where the team was, the favorite was fortunate to pull out a victory. To say this, the least. This was certainly one of them. 
Saints were not the better team, I'd say, for three quarters. They certainly were in the fourth quarter. Uh, and Indianapolis almost pulled that off against the Texans. Same thing. They ended up with a tie. But another one, the better actually does cash, but the ultimate sweat. Certainly, and look, you don't necessarily say if uh, the Atlanta kicker would make a 63-yarder if it wasn't blocked. He might have the leg, but right. it was coming down just to the wire. Another big bet. This was certainly a mixed one for books. They would have loved if the Falcons could have pulled this one off over the Saints. Saints and a lot of those money line parlays. But for that one better, they do cash. But again, an ultimate sweat for 100000 on the line. Yeah, I just can't fathom making a division road uh, favorite in an opening game. Right. Making, making that kind of bet. And look, the reality of it is it took everything. It, look, if Atlanta doesn't fall start, we're not even having the conversation on the Will Lutz kick or the, uh, uh, the kick by Atlanta. Uh, right. So yeah, Right. It, it, the other thing, Amal, you pointed this out earlier, which I think is very smart. And we're trying to educate you out there before you make some of these bets. The, the winner of these bets, Ben and Amal, they're going to go, see, I was right. But, Amal, to your point, the book's like, okay, this time. But you keep making these type of wagers in the long run, you're going to come out on the wrong side, right? The, the money isn't going to equal out when you take these huge risks with some of these money line plays. Yeah, I think it's always, it's always important to look at the process, right? That's certainly what we're looking at at VEASAN a lot. That's why we have betting splits on the website, right? How, whatever value you see for the betting splits, even if you think there's almost no value, it's worth looking at them and seeing what the public is betting. And generally, if 96% of the bets are on Alabama money line, first half, or excuse me, against the spread, in the long run, that's not going to work out. Now, there were some NFL games on Sunday where it did work out. Right. But for the most part, you probably don't want to be on the side of 96% of the bets, 96% of the money. Yeah, yeah. in terms of Bama on the money line, look, they're an aberration because you could bet Alabama at these numbers 16 times, and they're going to win those games 16 sure. out of 16 times. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to be 15 out of 16. I don't think Saban's lost more than two games. you got to go back to, I think, what, 2008? Uh, might be, or they might have had a three-loss season somewhere in there, but... Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Dave. Uh, I, I just don't think the risk is worth the reward. Gentlemen, let's take a look at the week one betting report from the NFL. And the, the favorites, ATS, barely over 50%, almost to a 53% clip there. The dogs, almost to a 47% clip, 7 and 8. You look at the, I mean, it's almost 7 and 8, eight away teams, ATS. Home teams, ATS, 8 and 7. I mean, it was right down the middle, Ben, which I'm sure is good news for the books. Uh, that's where they're looking. The overs, by the way, not so profitable. Five and ten, only to a 33% clip. So the unders were the way to go there. You mentioned that it was a good week for the books. More so in college or more so in the NFL? I think you can pick either one. <laughs> they were plenty happy to talk to me last night. I think anytime you see, right, the public always going to want to bet overs. So when you see five and ten, generally that's going to be good for the books. I know specifically Sunday night football, that game staying under. Yeah. And Chargers-Raiders as well was one staying under. Those were two good results for the books. Now, there was some good things for the public too, right? It wasn't all bad. That Ravens-Jets game was everyone and their mother, sister, brother Playing was on the, the Ravens. Six and a half, seven, right. right. Six and a half, tease it down, even though it's not across two key numbers. Mm-hmm. Moneyline parlays, that was 90% of the action, 90% of the bets at DraftKings, many other books on the Ravens and the Chiefs. This is another one. We saw a $250,000 bet on the Chiefs minus six and a half at BetMGM, excuse me, at Caesars, mm. $165,000 on the Chiefs minus six. Most of the money, most of the bets on the Chiefs. And Chiefs haven't been that great against the spread, especially last right. year. But that was a rocking chair game. That was never in doubt. The Chiefs were going to cover. Chiefs were going to win. Those were two of the big games for the public. And the reason probably wasn't a historical win for the sports books this weekend. And again, well, we talked about that game getting steamed up. And sometimes yeah. the steam does work, mm-hmm. right? But again, to the point there is the overs, certainly people want to bet overs in the NFL, sure. and that clearly was not profitable in week number one. No, it wasn't. I think certain things would kind of even out. And, you know, for me, though, like when we sit there and say the books did good or bad, it's like talking about Jeff Bezos. Who cares? I mean, seriously, <laughs> you want people who lose money to care about the book? Right. And this is just – but this we're pointing out basically operational. I, I understand that, works. but, like, people don't even need to be reminded of the games they lost. I'm fairly <laughs> confident they know. Kelly, yeah. do you think I forgot the Florida State game? Oh, my. No, I don't think you did. LSU, that <laughs> one's – that second half one still stings. Yeah. Hey, I have Bill's first half. They win by 21, and I can't get – I can't cover one in the first half. So, you do have these weird aberrations. I told you, first half NFL, though. It's not college. It's not college. Very, very very different. Uh, Then college football on Saturday. We mentioned, obviously, the Alabama sweat there. 
Was Notre Dame taking a lot of the money too on Saturday? Because I know that not only not covering the 20, 20 and a half, losing outright had to be a stunner to a lot of Notre Dame backers. Yeah, I was on uh, Live Bet Saturday as well. I was uh, a, one of those people holding that Notre Dame minus 20 oh, ticket, man. so I felt great. That that was over pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was another big one. And anytime you have all of those big favorites not covering, and especially a couple of those big favorites losing outright, right? Everyone likes to tease those. Everyone likes to money line parlay those. If you can knock one or two of those out, it's going to be a good weekend for the books. That's what happened on Saturday as well. You mentioned very quickly that the top 10 – I mean, it was a bloodbath if you're betting the top. Oh, we just take the best teams in the country, lay the points. My goodness, that's something you're going to have to re-figure re- 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 out, if you will, Ben. Re-evaluate. Re-evaluate <laughs> what your process is if you were just back in the big faves uh, in the top ten on Saturday. Yeah, look, there's a consistent theme we've had this segment, right? There isn't any free money. If something looks too good to be true, for the most part, it is going to be. Now, like we said— that Ravens game, that Chiefs game, there are certain where 90% of the bets, 90% of the money does end up coming through. And we saw that as well on Sunday with Survivor, right? We oh. saw all of that. The Colts, a tie, they're out. Titans, out. 49ers losing to the Bears, another good game for the books. They're out. The Bengals, out. Chaos in Survivor as well. A lot of big favorites going down. That leads to a good sport, a good weekend for the sports books. And don't worry, all the, the betters, they'll be coming back. They'll be doing just fine next weekend. By the way, uh, very quickly, our pro tip for this hour, and you gave it out of all, injuries in the NFL after week one. Certainly the quarterback position, like a Mac Jones here with the Patriots. Make sure you know their status before you fire on some of these numbers earlier in the week. Ben, appreciate it. As always, my friend, great to have you here in studio as well. Come on back. Let's take a look at some more college football when you come back with us on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.